Goku decided to show. Sorry, I'm late. A wizard is never late. You're a slacker. You are causing a major disturbance on my time. If I don't leave now, I'll be late for being early. You're late. I generally come in at least 15 minutes late. If you ain't first, you're last. Now the early show, later, with Karis and Jeremy from 1027 The Peak. Levels, Jerbear, levels. Hello, hello. The levels are there. The levels are there. Good morning or good afternoon or good evening or good middle of the night to you. This is the early show later podcast. Should I'm I tell you insomniacs. Yeah. What what? I'm Karis. I'm Jeremy. Hello. Episode 110 of the Early Show Later podcast. Love it or list it. Bunker edition. How are we counting it? Does what did yesterday count? No, uh, yesterday did not count. Yesterday was would have been episode 100 of 109 of the podcast. Oh, okay, so the podcast is just going 108, 110, which yes. is those, which is our system. Yep, that's right. how that's how we've done it in the past because we have sometimes, occasionally in the history of our program, missed making a podcast after when there was we did a show. Technical errors, I remember that. Yeah, we had some technical error days, and then we had some, you know, Flood. the yeah, and then also days when one of us is away and it's just not. The same. It's not the same. It's not the same. So, you know, we've missed a handful of podcast days, maybe, but. Uh, so, the podcast number 100. It's going to be kind of hopefully a fun, you know, trivia question hundreds of years from now when our podcast is so successful. And yeah. then they're just like, what are the missing ones? There's like 109 and, you know, the missing 109. And there's other ones. 68. 68. Was 68 missing? I think so. 69 was not, though. Because we call that one nice. Nice. I remember. 69 and nice. <laughs> Oh, we're children. <laughs> uh, so this episode, we cover a lot of ground. We talk about the Barge Lego set that's now available for purchase. A, a real, I mean, ours is real emotionally, but mm-hmm. there's a real one physically. Yeah, I mean, you can actually buy this one now. That's cool. Um, and so we talk about that a little bit. I mean, it's not as cool as ours, let's be honest, but, you know, it's there. And I love that the barge just keeps giving back. That's what I think is really special about it. Also, a story of a 12-year-old Big Mac in Iceland that is on display at a museum. Yeah, and also I think it might have a documentary about it. Like, it's real. Probably. It's it's quite – that's quite a thing. Also, we're talking today um, about – and this is the name of the podcast – talking about a bunker that is for sale in Kansas – and I think, or was it Kansas? Yeah, it was, yeah, it was so. like the middle of nowhere, Kansas. Yeah, this giant bunker that is nuclear proof, apparently. And, you know, it's got its own sewage system. And it does not look nice, though. It, like, it needs some. It's a fixer upper. <laughs> this bunker needs some TLC. Real. It's not a fancy, ooh, let's be chic and different and live underground with our granite countertops. That's not what this not is. Not happening. This is like horror film style bunker, and uh, so we're chatting about that. Uh, but we're going to start off the podcast with some more biophilia. Our connection to nature. We are between. That's Modest Mouse on 1027 The Peak. Good morning. You're listening to The Early Show with Karis and Jeremy. It's 7.05. We're looking at a lovely morning, a lovely day. It's still dark out there, but oh, I can start to see the outline of the mountains. We're getting there. Six degrees and sunny is what we're expecting today. And then it could get down to minus two tonight, but lovely over the day. 
I'm excited about the fact that I could maybe prescribed a park pass by my doctor. Yeah, not in BC yet, but soon. Yeah, so apparently Parks Canada is jumping onto a nature prescription program. Oh, no, it says in BC. Yeah, okay. exactly. It's going to, I mean, it's sort of, it's just starting to happen. So I don't know if you can rush out to a doctor right now and say, oh, I need you to prescribe me a park pass. Yeah, I'm not feeling good. <laughs> I need three hikes and call you in the morning. Yeah, but that's essentially what this uh, this program is. Uh, uh, BC doctors apparently will be able to prescribe a year-long pass to Canada's national parks. And this is part of, you know, like instead of giving you prescription drugs, they're like, hey, we could give you an annual park pass so you could help your mental and physical health by getting out and enjoying nature. And there's a word for that, right? Jeremy, you were talking about this. Biophilia, our connection to nature. Right? Increase that biophilia because studies have shown that when you have increased biophilia, you uh, lower levels of anxiety and depression. So I think that's pretty cool that you could go to your doctor and be prescribed a national park pass. Like, oh, let me just write this up. You, there sir, you go. need to hit the beach. Speed is of the essence. Tell me what you want. You can get it. What? Arkells, that's the song called You Can Get It with K Flay. Um, Karis, here on the early show, 1027 The Peak, you were sharing with me a uh, a bunker that's for sale. Cheaper than, I mean, you couldn't find a property even. Remember that little sliver of land that you were not allowed to build on in Vancouver? Yes. Some, this is cheaper than that. Yeah, in East Van, some, some guy bought a little sliver of land. He tried to put a shed on it, and the city's like, you can't put a shed on it. He's like, okay, so what I don't, What do I do with it then? And then the city was like, <laughs> you knew you couldn't do anything with it before you bought it. <laughs> you. Some, it was some weird, like, city land. Anyway, that was a weird I don't story. Know. Yeah, but that little tiny piece of land in East Van was I don't know how much he paid for it, like $400,000 or something crazy like that. I don't know. So, the, I found a property in Kansas that is listed at $380,000. 7,000 square feet. Nice. Now, the only issue one with... One bathroom, though. One bathroom, <laughs> which... Oh. I'm going to have to line up for the bathroom. <laughs> uh, the issue with it is, well, it's in Kansas and it has one bathroom. So that's a problem. It's also underground. It is a bunker. Yeah, like a doomsday bunker. Yeah, like a, a, a serious like bunker. Apparently, this was... Uh, it's a decommissioned missile silo complex or something like that. Yeah, someone has turned into a bunker. It's designed to withstand a nuclear strike. It has water, electricity, and a forced sewage system that pushes sewage up to the ground or something like that. Anyway, sure. it's, you know, you, you could live down there, I guess. I, I'm assuming it's got some kind of ventilation system as well. Yeah, but it looks like a horror show. Like, I've seen some of these bunkers. Like, it's a whole thing in the U.S. There's, like, luxury bunkers. It's like, you'll be able to ride out the nuclear holocaust in style with an indoor swimming pool, Ooh. 14 bedrooms, ah. a state-of-the-art chef's kitchen, right? Like, all yeah. that stuff. Um and you're like, okay, yeah, that doesn't sound so bad. Uh, but this one looks like murders happened down there. It really looks... They, a lot of TLC. Oh, I, you know, I'm trying to imagine these 
rusted, <laughs> dirty, falling apart walls. There are puddles on the floor. There's puddles. There's, you know, strings of lights lighting your way down this dark, dingy hallway into yeah, nothingness. It, it looks like you're playing like a video game, you know, like Call of Duty or something. Yeah. Like one of those sets that you run around in. Um, which does kind of lead me to think that could this make an incredible HGTV show where you get like Chip and Joanna down there or or what are those, the couple that's having a kid there in Mississippi? Yes. Uh, hometown or whatever. Get those guys yes. down there. Show yes. us some avocado paint on the walls. What could happen in my doomsday bunker? Bring in Sally and Rod and let's see what they can do with their fabulous design ideas to bring this bunker to life. Yeah, do I want to love it or list it? <laughs> classic alternative. We call that now Dishwalla, sure. Yeah, let's uh, go with classic, classic alternative. alternative. Sure. Uh, Dishwalla that's counting blue cars and it's on 1027 the peak of morning, you guys. You're listening to the early show with Karis and Jeremy. I found this uh, story out of Iceland and I find whenever a story comes out of Iceland it's always weird and wonderful. Mm-hmm. This is a story of, and we've seen this before, you know, the old fast food that doesn't appear to rot. Yep. And you're just like, hmm, that's interesting. Hmm. Uh, So in 2009, very famously, the last three McDonald's franchises closed in Iceland, and there is no McDonald's there. Wow. Wow. It's like that in, like, Antarctica, the only places without McDonald's. Bonkers. So a dude living in Iceland did what probably a lot of us would. One last Big Mac combo, you know. To remember fonder memories. But then forgot about it. You know, he left it in the bag somewhere, tucked it away, got on with his life, forgot about it. In 2012, rediscovers it in his house. He's like, oh, Jesus, that's gross. <laughs> Opens it up. Bugs, mice, vermin hadn't got to it. But even more curious for the dude was that it looked pretty good. He didn't eat it, thankfully. Thankfully. Uh, but then just did what a lot of us would and, and it just kept it. It's on display to this day. As the last, it's the last McDonald's meal in, in Iceland. You know what? I think that is what. It's like art. That's what the teenagers need to do. When the parents come in and say, can you pick up all the old, you know, fast food <laughs> bits in your room? And then it's like, ma, dad, ma, ma dad, artifacts. This is going to be in a museum one day. Keen. Somewhere we know on 1027 The Peak brings back memories of the mid, early to mid 2000s, do you kind of believe? 2003, 4, probably. I think yeah. The song was a jam. Mm-hmm, something like that. You're listening to The Early Show with Karis and Jeremy. It's 835 on a gorgeous Tuesday morning, February 1st. We made it to February. <laughs> We're here. And happy Lunar New Year. Year of the Tigers coming in strong. This is a very good start. Was reading, I saw on, well, actually, I was tagged in some posts about this. And oh, then yeah, I saw yeah. an article about it. And a um, friend sent me the article. Yeah. Uh, this is, there is now a Lego barge. You can purchase a Lego barge. Uh, it's a joint project with, uh, oh, what are they called? Vancouver is awesome. And then, um, I don't know. It's like, it's not Lego. It's just like, no, it's, it's a um, generic brand building block company. Yeah, Heritage Bricks. There we go. Yeah. And so they've created a little barge and it's kind of up on the shore and you can purchase it. I think it's 60 bucks or something like that. 
And, you know, we were shared this information by friends because, of course, we created the OG barge set. The English Bay Barge Lego set, yeah. Yeah. Ours actually partnered with Lego, but whatever, no big deal. Yeah. <laughs> no biggie. And also, ours has action figures. <laughs> so I think that's really what sets ours apart from this one. I mean, you know, this is lovely, and I love that there is a little barge Lego set. I think this is why I love the barge is because it, it keeps creating art and conversation, and I think that's why the barge is so great. So bring, you know, more art, the better. Uh, but I really do like our action figure Lego set. Just it's just it's got the cherry on top because when you have action figures, then you're really, then you're really hitting on something special. I think I reached out to Sam Chang, friend of the show, lawyer, uh, who says online will not give uh, legal advice. But I reached out to her. And I was like, "Can I sue? <laughs> Can the early show sue?" Because we had the OG Lego barge set. Yeah, she has not replied. Mm. Look at us go. Who would have thought we would have made it to the end of podcast 110? Not me. But here we are. You know what? You just put one foot in front of the other and you'll be surprised at where that will get you. We did it. We did it. Here we are. Um, So that'll do it for the podcast today. Uh, Yeah. If you'd like the chips. Yeah, the chips are still available. And I mean, eventually they will expire, but they're still quite fresh. You know, Uh, we would give you the bag that we haven't opened. Yes. Uh, so that's at Karis, C-H-A-R-I-S, Hog, H-O-G-G, on Twitter. And I'm at Jeremy underscore Baker. Our question today, how would you spice up that bunker? What sort of amenities would you want in order to live the next uh, 10, 20 years uh, while you wait out nuclear holocaust? I think I would want murals of nature on the walls. That's what I'd want. Yeah, I want those like fake... Uh, those. Uh, Disney Cruise lights, you know, when you have the internal cabin decks and they have the fake lights that give you the the, the, the biophilia. Of, yeah, exactly. The feeling of nature without it actually being nature. And then I'd want it built at least part of it to look like the natural history section of the BC Museum. So like, oh, okay. So instead of a mural, I actually want it to maybe be a recreation of nature with like sound effects, that weird light. Yes. Perhaps like a turn on fake rain. Yeah, and maybe some forest sounds forest being sounds, pumped in. Forest sounds, yeah. Um, yeah, maybe a, a few animals let loose to roam. I don't know. Sure, I, don't know. I think, Green you dreams. know, yeah, like maybe in your bunker you're also sharing your space with some squirrels. And a deer. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, the deer, it was probably, that'd be a little more awkward. But, you know, I think you could make well, it work. Well, because the bunker has multiple floors. I'd have a floor that's like the nature floor. Right. You know, a little path and go for walks, commune with my fake nature made out of paper mache and plastic, but... Oh, I thought you wanted, like, actual animals. I was imagining actual no, no, animals. No, that animal would be real. I'd have real animals in my fake nature. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Perfect. There's no sunlight down there, right? No. So I can't have the plants, but I can have the fake window that, like, simulates light. That's what I want. I think that the deer will have a very fulfilling life. And the deer won't kind of appreciate it. The deer might be like, oh, I hate you for entrapping me in your fake nature prison. But Naturally. Like, yes, which, but I, I mean, I understand ground that. is a nuclear wasteland. Yeah, so this is actually you know, better. You have it better. You actually have it better. Yeah, and we would, I would think, you know, if I were doing it, I would choose animals that wouldn't kill and try and eat each other because I think that would be really, that would that would ruin the vibe. Probably. So I think, you know, deer and squirrels, that would be Friendly a good combo. Ones, yeah. 
Except the deers are always eating my plastic plants. And I'm like, oh, my God, <laughs> even down here. And then you'd want to go swimming in my beautiful brook. And I'd be like, oh, Karis, I'm glad that's the gray water. <laughs> yeah, don't. Everything gets recycled in here. Yeah, don't So smirch. I love my creek. I love mm. the sound and the vibes. But uh, it's the gray water from the toilet. You're like, oh, okay, thank you for the warning. <laughs> don't actually dip your toes in there. Yeah, not actually. It looks inviting. It's not. No, <laughs> and the deer should not drink that water either. Yeah, deer, so. think probably is good. Maybe intestinal track. I don't know. Yeah. Um, okay, that's gonna do it for the the podcast today. How would you spice up your underground bunker where you're waiting out the apocalypse times? And uh, maybe you get the chips. We're gonna do this again tomorrow. Mm-hmm. Bye. See ya. Nothing can kill the grimace. All right, we're done here.